It's Ashley, and here's Struck Anderson. Keeps changing his name. I don't even know his name anymore. <laughs> Explain. Well, well, I'm on strike, so I'm struck. Ah, yeah, I love it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the strike uh, continues uh, to go on. Yeah. I yeah, it sucks. Yeah, it does. It does. But the nurses came out, so that was nice. The LA. That's cool. The LA nurses came out uh, in in uh, solidarity with the the writers and actors unions because uh, they're they're against AI as well. Yeah, that shit's creepy. I don't like it. No, me either. But you know, it's so weird when I think about it. You know, because I feel like for decades now I've been saying, "Why do you guys like these fucking CGI movies? Why I'm like, why do you like them? They're not good." The effects are good. They look dumb. They don't work. But yet we, as as a people, continue to you know give them lots of box office money. You know, so when everything's digital anyway, I I guess it's the next obvious step. You know, you replace practical effects with computer effects, and then you can replace practical actors with computer actors i mean it's it's like jenny would you shut up uh it's like uh you know it's like uh the do you see or like it's like indiana jones the new one you know yeah the first the first 20 minutes are a de-aged fucking harrison ford a cartoon harrison ford on a train or whatever and it to me like i watched it and i was like this is shit i don't know how anybody can accept, you know, and people were like, no, this movie's great. It's so fun. And I'm like, no, it's, it looks like shit. It doesn't look real. It looks dumb, you know? I mean, and I know Indiana Jones is, you know, a fantastical thing, but when it looks like a cartoon, it looks like a cartoon. And we have, I mean, I feel like we as movie going and television audiences have conditioned the the powers that be to think that that's what we want. We want more fake shit. We want more cartoons. We want more cartoon versions of Indiana Jones and everything else. So AI is their net next logical step. And it's, and it's great. Yeah. I don't, I don't like it either, but I mean, you know, I'm just saying I've been complaining for decades now and, and you know, now everybody's like, Oh wait, this isn't cool. And, like, but that's what we've been saying. I mean, the, the the Screen Actors Guild back in 2000 had a commercial strike, and it was all about the internet taking money away from commercial actors. And it failed uh, uh, because, you know, the union wasn't completely struck. It was just commercial actors. Uh, and then a lot of celebrities did struck work uh, anyway because all they had to do was pay a, a small fine. So the the strike was ineffective and didn't change uh, much on, on the commercial contracts as far as the Internet's concerned. Uh, so, I mean, here we are. If that, if that strike had been successful 
and the commercial contracts had reflected this change in technology, um, then we w- we, this wouldn't be happening now. It's happening now because that failed, I think. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, it's a bummer. I, I don't like it. I mean, it's hard enough to get fucking work and now I just can't get work except yeah. for commercials. I could do commercials, but there's so Yay. few of them out there. Um, but yeah, it's just, uh, you know, and I guess you can get on a waiver if you're fucking Adam driver or whoever, but uh, you know, or Ken Sorbo, Kevin Sorbo, whatever his name is. Oh my God. I saw that. Ew. <laughs> I, I mean, I was just why I was, you know, on my stationary bike and then local news was on and then, you know, and obviously the reasons for, you know, the, the channel five entertainment guy to interview uh, Kevin Sorbo and his wife about their fucking Jesus movie that's coming out in October. <laughs> because nobody else he can't get anybody else on the show because you're not allowed most actors are not allowed to promote what they're in because because it's a strike so it's just sort of aggravating when (laughs) i mean i get why the local news is like all right i guess we'll interview kevin fucking sorbo because nobody else you know can come out and pitch stuff but i'm just like why not just skip it why not do a story about the strike you know, why not go out and interview people on the picket lines instead of Kevin Sorbo and his fucking wife, half his age that he like scammed off a of Hercules. That was another thing. Like they're on and they're like, so you met, you know, working and she's like, yeah, he was really not. I mean, she's clearly half his age. And she was like, yeah, I got a job on Hercules and, you know, and, and he, uh, uh, you know, called to welcome me to the show. And she's like, like not a lot of stars do that. And I was like, yeah, not a lot of stars do that, but that's fucking fishing. You're, he was trying to, he's trying yeah, to get laid. Dude, that's, yeah, exactly. He doesn't, he doesn't do that for everybody. He did it for the young pretty chick who he thought he could get his dick into. It's, uh, it's, it's like line clips at restaurants when a new server starts. The line cooks, they're always like, I'll make you food. You can come to me. It's so gross. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly that's exactly what Kevin Sorbo was. He was a fucking line cook. Nar. <laughs> Every line cook's gonna be like, "You're you're bitch, Ashley," and I'd be like, "I know." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, I hate that guy. I hate that he's on a waiver. Mel Gibson's on a waiver. Uh, you know, and like these movies, they're gonna go to streaming platforms. That's the whole reason they exist. I just don't. I don't understand. Uh, you know, the argument is if they let independent projects that agree to, you know, the, you know, the contract points or whatever that the studios aren't, uh, I mean, I get that. That's cool. You know, it looks good, but it's just to me, like the optics of evangelical movies and Mel Gibson movies getting these waivers. I, I don't know. I just, and I wonder too, like, are they getting waivers, but they're still like low, but cause there's all these different contracts, you know, there's the top contracts, okay. you know, where you're doing studio television and, and movies, but then there's low budget and modified ultra low budget. And there's all these things. So are these waivers being granted to productions that are paying the way that studios are supposed to, or are they just agreeing to the, the low, lower level, you know, low budget modified 
contracts. I, I just, yeah. the whole thing is very confusing to me. The, the optics are really bad. I mean, just, I hope it is working. I hope whatever these indie projects that are agreeing to the terms that SAG and AFTRA uh, 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 set out, I just hope, I don't know. I just hope that that leverage actually matters. I mean, so far it doesn't seem to, uh, we haven't yeah. gotten the producers to come back and, and deal with the, any kind of counter offers that we've uh, put up. Um, so, and beyond that, it's just the optics of, yeah, everybody's on strike, but Kevin Sorbo and Mel Gibson get to do, get to do stuff. And Adam drive, like Adam drivers, you know, Ferrari movie or whatever, he got a waiver, you know, because I guess they met, I, I don't know the whole thing. I, I just, without being able to see the paperwork, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It's, it's, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't like it. I just feel like when we strike, we should fucking strike. That's it. Yeah. I mean, so it's going to be those people though. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, in this argument, I, I get, yeah, it makes sense. The argument is, you know, they're agreeing to the terms that we're, we're setting forth. So that sets a, you know, sends an example out to the studios. Like if they can do it, why can't you? I just don't, I, but at the same time, I just don't know. I mean, it's, it, you know, a Kevin Sorbo movie is probably not, it's probably a low budge movie. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe these evangelical film investors have enough money to, you know, really pay people and guarantee that they won't AI their faces or whatever. I don't know. Um, maybe all movies should be fucking evangelical fucking things. No. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I don't like it. I don't like it either. I'd probably like it more if someone hired me on one of their fucking waiver projects. I mean, at this point, I'll do a Jesus movie. Put me in a Jesus movie. <laughs> As a demon? I'm yeah, I'll, I'll be a demon. <laughs> whatever, yeah. I'll be the evil guy. That sounds great. I'll do whatever. There you go. I just, <laughs> I just, yeah, yeah. Well, and the whole thing is, is like, it was already hard for me to get work. I was already struggling. And then we go on yeah. strike and the strike is going to, is like indefinite. And then when it's over, I'm just back to having a hard time getting work. I mean, that's, that's what I'm trying to get back to. <laughs> it's like what the whole thing. My friend John said the other day, you know, on Facebook that like, He's really he's he's behind the strike. He agrees with it, and you know I do too. I mean, ostensibly, I'm 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 one of the people that these the strike is for actually. But he's sort of like, I hope this all works out and they get every uh, all their deal points. But at this point, I'm thinking maybe once the strike is over, I'm just gonna quit acting because what's the f what's the fucking point? Yeah. It's like every time in my career I've gotten any kind of momentum going. It's been shut down by either a strike or a pandemic or whatever. I mean, like the 2007 Writers Guild strike fucked my career so hard. I mean, it, yeah. I, like I was on a roll and then boom, it was over. And it didn't come back once the strike w was done, once the Writers Guild gave, you know, figured out whatever their compromise was. I don't know how successful that strike was uh, too, but uh, uh, I just, 
I, you know, and at this point, I'm fucking 51. I can't, you know, I can't, Aww. I can't start this shit over again. It's hard enough getting work when you're old. Um, yeah, it's just uh, this whole thing is a bummer, and it Sorry. fills it fills me with rage when I see uh, people like Kevin Sorbo and Mel Gibson and the like making movies while I'm sitting on my ass wondering if I'll ever work again. I don't know. It's it sucks. Sorry, I don't know. Sorry to rant. It's just no. You're fine. That's that's my life right now. It's bullshit. Yeah, it sucks, dude. Yeah, I electrocuted myself trying to get the podcast ready. So <laughs> what happened? Yeah. You electrocuted yourself on your phone. No, my fucking computer, I had it plugged into the wall and I went to unplug it and it, it electrocuted me and I screamed and not everyone's home in my house and not one person came to check on me. <laughs> That's terrible. So they're all out of the will. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a will? No. Me but either. I was listening to this podcast today about like when you die, like you can be made into compost. And I was like, oh, I want to do that. So I looked it up to see how much it was going to cost. It's like $7,000. To be composted? Yeah. What's the cheapest way to dispose of a, a loved one's dead body? Murdering them and putting them in the woods, probably. Just burying them yourself in the woods? <laughs> yeah. What like What's like, uh, uh, you know, if they uh, turn you into ashes versus putting you in the ground versus composting you. What's the... I don't know the price points for them, but I do know um, cremating is, like, really bad for the environment. Oh. Yeah, and, like, being buried, like, is just... I wouldn't do that anyway just because I think it's pointless. <laughs> so I was doing... I was thinking of doing the tree thing, like, being made into a tree. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But then I heard about composting, and I was like... I think I'll do that. It only takes like a month for your body to decompose into soil. Well, yeah. Yeah. They have a, like, you ever see water world? I didn't. Ah, in the atoll and what? I can't believe you haven't seen water world. That movie. I haven't seen any movie. <laughs> water world's awesome. You have to see that. Um, but there's like on the atoll in, you know, it's all a floating, town or whatever but they have like a, yeah. a little composting uh area where they put their dead bodies and they turn them into into dirt that's awesome i love it i want to do that yeah i gotta get a i gotta uh, get a will i just it's like i keep we keep running into other problems you know that cost yeah. money and then it, we never find the money or time to go hire a lawyer to drop a fucking will. You can't just write one and like get it notarized. You have to have a lawyer do it. Um, no, I mean, technically you don't even have to have it notarized. You just have to write something down. Uh, and, and, and technically I think it's, it's legal, but it just, it's, it, it's not great for going through the, the probate and all that. Um, and, and you're, you're, I mean, I'm not worth shit. So, you know, whatever <laughs> I can tie up my debt. I have no money. I'm going to be like, sorry, kids, I'm poor. <laughs> I right. Don't... Right. 
I mean, we have this house. Uh, I mean, we haven't paid it off yet by any stretch of the imagination, but I don't know. I, I, we should have one. And also, you know, you have a living will that says whether or not you should, you know, they should pull the plug on you or, or what, if you're, you know, catatonic or something. I wonder if Facebook posts would count. Cause I've said a lot of things on there about dying <laughs> and what I want. I, just, I, I don't think they can, they can go through Facebook posts and piecemeal a last will and testament out of that. I don't think, I don't know how it works. I really don't, which is why know, you need like, to hire a lawyer. But then it's like, it's like a thousand bucks or something. Who has that kind of money? No, I don't know. People have money. <laughs> I don't know. Clearly a lot of people have a lot of money. I'm just not one of them. Yeah. Me neither. It sucks. People are buying stuff all the time. I was I was uh, watching the news, you know, uh, on my uh, exercise bike, as as I said before, and there was a whole whole thing about uh, inflation. You know, the the nerdy guy, you know, in the local news, yeah. like, well, inflation's up. But the crazy thing is, is the consumers aren't stopping spending money. So the uh, uh, the powers that be have no incentive to lower prices. Because everybody keeps buying shit anyway. And I'm like, well, <laughs> when is this going to come to a head? Because at a certain point, the American consumer, which I guess is like two-thirds of the money that America, uh, the United States of America generates, two-thirds is people buying crap. And at a certain point, if they're buying crap on credit, that's they're going to run into trouble. And, and, yeah. and then... Nobody's going to be buying anything, and there'll be no j- more J.C. Pennies or anything left. I I don't know how else it can go except into a, a terrible Great Depression. If people are overspending and it, like the whole country suddenly declaring bankruptcy because they can't pay off their credit cards, then 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 what what will happen? A lot of composted bodies out in the woods. I guess. I guess. <laughs> I buried uh, my cat in the yard, so why not me? Yeah. I'm no better than the cat. He was all right. He was all right. Uh, this is so weird doing this sober. Uh, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I didn't smoke any weed because I have to drive tonight. Where are you going? I'm going over the hill to do a podcast in nice. person Ooh. with my friends. We 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 do a podcast every month, and for a long time, it's been on uh, you know Zoom or Streamyard or whatever. Uh, but we're doing it in person, which is funny to me because for the last five weeks, they keep saying that the COVID numbers are going up. Yeah. Consistently for five weeks in LA, but we're going to get together in person anyway. Hope it works out. Uh, One of us, his whole family had COVID and they, they got over it like a week, a week or two ago. Oh shit. Good luck. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. (laughs) Well, what do you, I guess. (laughs) Dude, when we got COVID that really fucked us because we couldn't work. And like Ian has like vacation days that he can use, but I didn't. Mm. And I was like, just struggling to get back. And I'm finally like, 
like I have a little bit of money after bills and I'm not drinking. So I'm trying to save money that way. And I just don't care about smoking weed anymore. All you, I do is eat food. You don't smoke weed anymore either. I haven't smoked in a couple of days. And before that it was like a week, like, I don't know. I'm just like over it, hmm. I guess. I've been smoking since I was 15. I think I did enough. What'd you say? Um, you you cut out on me there. What'd you say? Oh, uh, I've been smoking since I was 15. Oh. So like, I think oh. I've done enough. <laughs> I see. Yeah. Um, I, did, I mean, I, I, I never smoked uh, uh, weed until I was out of high school and I didn't smoke it very much in college every once in a while. I didn't become a regular, yeah. regular weed smoker until I was uh, in my thirties. Uh, just because of chronic pain. That's the whole That's reason. It. That's why I smoke oh, it. Um, okay. Yeah. I, I, I've told you this. I, I you know, I have uh, chronic head pain. Yeah. The new, they call it new persistent daily headache. It never goes away. My head always hurts. So oh, yeah. Yeah. It sucks. Um, and some days it's worse than others, but it, it always hurts. Um, like today is bad because every time the weather changes dramatically, my head hurts. And, you know, we were triple digits yeah. yesterday and now today it's in, we're in the eighties. So that temperature drop on my head is fucking killing me. Um, so that's yeah. why I, I smoke weed, but I can't smoke weed and drive. I can't, I can't drive when I smoke weed. Um, so I, I can't smoke until Later tonight when I get home after the podcast. And then you crash. Yeah. Eat a bunch of food and crash. Yeah. That's what I'll do. Um, come home and smoke weed and yeah. And eat some fruit. Fruit. Nice. Uh, I guess. Or yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Fuck it. I saw another thing on the news. I get all my news from the news. Um, about, <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. About how um, they've done all this research and uh, restrictive diets are dangerous. That's what the news said. Said it's better to eat uh, square meals than to restrict yourself from there. Because they like they were looking at uh, you know men who quit like eating one kind of like carbs. They quit eating carbs those men are more likely to get cancer than the men who don't quit eating carbs. However, Jesus. with women, that's not the case. Oh, figures. Uh, they're more likely uh, to get cancer from the eating of carbs. You know, they don't really understand why there's differences. Or, you know, it's fucking science there. There's like, well, we found this out. We don't know why. Um, but I was just sort of like, well, that's cool. I'm going to keep eating carbs. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I like carbs. Ugh. I can't not. Like, I, I'm i doing this thing. Well, I'm attempting to. 75 hard. And there, there's, like, these rules that you follow. You don't drink alcohol at all. And, like, you eat like a good diet. You drink a gallon of water, like all this shit. But I changed the rules for me because I'm not drinking a fucking gallon of water a day. That's too much water for me. <laughs> well, you, you get water if you, you get water from other sources than glasses of water. 
Yeah. There's water in food. There's water in everything. So when they say that, I don't know if they mean literally drink, you know, a gallon. I just feel like it's a lot of water. But, like, I'm not changing my diet. The only thing I'm changing is, like, I eat a lot of fast food usually. So I've changed it to just do it, like, once a week. Hmm. So what's your fast food of choice? Um, I love McDonald's and Taco Bell. You like, so you like diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> love it. No, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Every uh, time I, you know I had McDonald's the other day, you know, cause I was just, I have McDonald's when I'm desperate, you know? Um, yeah. I went to a seminar <laughs> to, to uh, become a, a notary, I'm just trying to get uh, any side hustles going that I can. So I spent yeah. I spent six hundred dollars to go to a fucking seminar all day. It was so That's miserable. <laughs> My head hurt so much, and it's like a whole thing. It's like a whole day where they're talking about all the rules of being a notary public, and it it's really boring. Uh, and exhausting. And then at the end of a six hour seminar, they give you a fucking test. <laughs> I was like, I, I went, I went through that, but the, they had a lunch break and the nearest place, the w- only walkable place was McDonald's. So, well, there was a subway, but I wasn't in the mood for subway. Um, yeah. Uh, so I got a quarter pounder. Nice. I didn't like it. It was hard to get through it. It was hard to get through a quarter pounder, I got to tell you. Oh, my God. Give me all the cheeseburgers. I love cheeseburgers. I love burgers. um, But I guess, you know, my palate has been ruined by better burgers than McDonald's. True. But sometimes McDonald's is good. I mean, it's certainly like a Big Mac I can deal with. It's got a nostalgic thing to it. Yeah. But the other burgers, I don't know. I mean, like when I was... When I first moved to LA and I was working minimum wage at Monty's Sugar-Free Bakery and Gift Emporium, there was a McDonald's on the other end of the parking lot, and I had lunch there every day. Oh, you got, I could get two cheeseburgers for $1, and I was working yeah. for minimum wage, so fucking A. So I ate a yeah. lot of uh, McDonald's. Uh, it was like I, I ate McDonald's and then, then I would come home and make ramen noodles. <laughs> fucking top ramen. I was ingesting so much sodium. I was just going to say that. <laughs> well, God. Yeah. And I don't think, I mean, I think there are long-term effects of that. And I definitely think that, uh, yeah, that I shouldn't have done that, but it, it wasn't like, it wasn't, there wasn't much of a choice. It was cheaper to get burgers at McDonald's than it was to go to the store and, you know, buy sandwich fixings and make sandwiches. It was cheaper and easier to go to McDonald's. But also now, like, I mean, I love sandwiches. I'm a big sandwich person. Um, Like, they're, you know, sandwiches are death if (laughs) they're, they're like the processed meats are really bad for you. Like everything is bad for the fucking most sunblocks. Like I'm a ginger. I have to wear sunblock. Yeah. (laughs) And most sunblocks are, are, uh, 
hormone disruptors. They fuck up your hormones and can give you Holy cancer. Shit. So <laughs> the only you can't win. The no, you can't. The only sunblocks you can use are those ones with like that are heavy in zinc. Um, and okay. don't have all those chemicals. But then if you wear it and you look like a, a mime because you're so white, because yeah. there's so much whiteness in the thing. So, But all the ones that go on and don't leave you looking like Casper the Friendly Ghost or uh, they're fucking up your hormones. <laughs> cool. I can't. What I can't are we going to die from? It's <laughs> yeah. like playing a game. It's like, what am I supposed to do? This is terrible. I love sandwiches, but, you know, all the meat, you know, all cold cuts, it's all processed. It's full of garbage. Still going to eat them. Yeah, I don't have much of a choice. I mean, there's no, I, you know, unless I'm going to start. I mean, I guess I could raise my own livestock and butcher things myself, cook it myself, and then it'd be better, I guess. Oh. I, 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 I don't know. It's it's inconvenient. Health is inconvenient. Yeah, it's really annoying. They've got us bent over a barrel too. Because like, if you eat healthy, it's way more expensive than eating shitty. Oh yeah, that's like when I when it's time to have gardens, like I go nuts with the vegetables because I was like, I want to eat more vegetables, but I don't want to pay for them. Like right now, I have so many fucking tomatoes and peppers, like habanero peppers which I ate last night, which was stupid because they were hot as shit. <laughs> but like I have peppers and tomatoes, I have watermelons growing, like all this shit is just like popping up. I love it. That's great. But, yeah. I have a friend it has been really hot here, you know, uh, and, but his cucumbers are doing very well. Apparently. Awesome. Apparently his cucumber, he's got like those curvy kind of cucumbers. Yeah. Know? You know, those weird curvy cucumbers, but apparently they like the heat. So there you go. Oh, yeah. My tomatoes are enormous from oh. like it being just like so hot. Do you know what kind of tomatoes they are? I ha I'm growing uh, beefsteak tomatoes, patio tomatoes, and these tomatoes that taste like pineapple. Tomatoes that taste like pineapple. Right? Isn't that crazy? I saw it when I was working at the nursery and I bought seeds and they did nothing. So I actually bought a plant that was already growing and now they're just like going nuts. And they're and so sweet. Have you had one? Mm -hmm. They're really good. And it does taste like pineapple? I don't think it tastes like pineapple too much, but it is sweet. Okay. Have you ever had those uh, uh, grapes that taste like cotton candy? Yes. Oh my God. I love those. What the fuck is that, though? I, it concerns me. I was like, oh, those taste good. But how can that be healthy? That can't be healthy. What? It, how do they make the grapes taste like cotton candy? I don't know. I'm going to look it up, though, and uh, go down a rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. I don't trust it. I don't I don't know about these hybrid foods. Yeah. kind of creeps me out, man. But, you know, at least it's not AI. It's just... Cross. Yeah, it's actual real food. It's cross, cross <laughs> and shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. So there, there's that. Those are those are good. And there's other ones that, that taste like gum and shit. You know. Oh, that's weird. It tastes like bubble gum or whatever. I don't know. It's fine. I mean, I guess it's a you know if your kids won't eat fruit, but 
they'll eat cotton candy flavored fruit, then I guess it's a good, yeah. it's a win. Why are we so, why are we so, you know, as a culture, why are we so sugar obsessed? Because it's good. Because it tastes good. But we don't even have, yeah. in this country, we don't even have the good sugar. You have to buy Mexican products to have cane sugar. We have fucking corn mm. syrup. Why do we like corn syrup so much? It's not really very good. I don't know. Have you had a Mexican Coke and an American Coke yes. side by yes. side? And, and not what, side by side. Well, okay. Compare the flavors. I mean, I feel like American ones are like more like, I don't know how, like not well too sweet, I guess. I feel like it's like too sweet. Here's the thing. For me, it's a texture. Yeah. For me, it's corn syrup. I mean, the the key word here is syrup. Those sodas, corn syrup sodas versus cane sugar sodas taste heavier and more syrupy. And I, yeah. th- and I don't like that. The, the cane sugar ones have a crisper flavor to them and, and less of, of, of a weird aftertaste. Yeah. You know, my wife Hill, um, she's a, a, a wine consultant for a, 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 a company that distributes what they call clean wines. Awesome. I, I had stopped drinking wine for a long time and then she got these and I, I tried them and it, like, and every now and then I'll go back and I'll try a, a regular wine, the wines that most people have. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just amazing the difference to me that the, the, I mean, every now and then there's like a, you know, a bottle that's not great of the clean wines, you know, flavors, flavor, yeah. what are you going to do? But they, none of them have that aftertaste that most, that like medicine-y, like aftertaste yeah. that most wines uh, have, especially California wines. Um, Mm -hmm. so I don't know. It's just, it's interesting why, like, and clean wines obviously are more expensive because they're, you know, there's not as much of it. Um, but I'm just like, how did we get down this path of like putting so much unnecessary shit into our foods and beverages to get like, why, how, why is it just because, you know, if we live in a corporate society and the corporations just slowly figured out, oh, this is cheaper and they'll still drink mm-hmm. it. Probably. It's like, I feel like it's filler. So you don't get as much of the good stuff so you can spread it out more. I don't know if that makes sense. I know what I'm trying to say, but I, um, you, 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 it's like, uh, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. It's sort of like watering down something to make yeah. it last longer, yeah. you know, like a, like a bad, <laughs> like a bad bar, you know, adds tap water to their Jack Daniels so they can stretch the bottle more. <laughs> Funny story real quick. I was at a bar once and they made a drink with vodka for me. And I was like, this tastes just like, it was literally like club soda and vodka. I was like, this doesn't taste like vodka. Somebody had just put water in the vodka. I don't They had like a whole ass meeting about it. And so they made me another drink, obviously. But they were just like pissed. 
They're like, we've been telling bartenders not to do that shit. I'm so mad. And it was like the owner that made me the drink. She was pissed. So somebody, but it wasn't the owner who was watering down booze. Somebody no, else. No, 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 no. But why would somebody who's not the owner, somebody who doesn't necessarily financially like gain from like cheating like that, why would they do it? I don't know. I don't know. They just don't. Maybe they wanted people to not drink as much. Maybe. Maybe it was a person that's like, these bullshit. people drink too much. I'm going to give them water so they don't. <laughs> They're going to be so fucking hydrated. <laughs> They're not going to be hung over tomorrow. I'm doing a service. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they want them to drink more because they're not getting buzzed or anything. And they just keep drinking because yeah. it's water. I really, I mean, Hill and I realize, you know, when it comes to corporate pours, which is pretty much the standard these days. You know, yeah. And there's not like a corporate pour of hard alcohol is nothing. It's, it's, yeah, it's negligible. So, you know, you get a margarita and all you taste is triple sec and lime juice. You're like, where's the, where's the tequila? There's no tequila. But the other thing about when you go to corporate restaurants and they give you that pour, you can always say to the server, I don't think there's uh, any tequila in this. And then they'll just bring you a large shot of tequila because the customer's always right, right? Oh, shit. That's smart. So just complain and they generally, you know, they won't give you shit. Just say, uh, I don't taste, I don't think you remembered the the alcohol in this alcoholic beverage. And then they'll give you alcohol. But you got to know. You got to know to ask. Yeah, it is awful. Now I do. I told you the story about how uh, one time uh, uh, Hill and I went with her her family and went out with the in-laws, you know, a large, large swath of, of in-laws, uh, 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 a number of which are very, very wealthy. Um, so it was like this fancy uh, Beverly Hills restaurant. I can't remember the name of it. It's like kind of famous, I guess. But, you know, it was like in a department store. <laughs> You had to walk through like a fancy department store and then the restaurant was in the upper floor and it was, you know, an outdoor, uh, you know, balcony kind of thing. Uh, And we we sat, we all sat at at this fancy restaurant, you know, we're drinking mimosas and uh, my wife and uh, 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 Uncle Norm, as as we called him, uh, he wasn't really my uncle. Uh, He was... Her stepdad's brother-in-law. I don't know what that makes him to me. Nothing, really. But anyway, we called him Uncle Norm. He was loud. I had a gambling problem. He was funny. Um, uh, But also, you know, a total dick. Like, if you don't... Norm was one of those guys you don't want to fuck with. You just like, hey, Norm. (laughs) Keep it around. Hi, Norm. What's going on? Uh, You know, fuck with Norm. Don't mess with Norm. But they brought... He ordered... Him and Hillary... (laughs) <laughs> sit next to each other. They both ordered eggs Benedict. It was like a mother's day brunch, you know? And, uh, and the, and, and the, oh, the orders came out and, uh, I, I can't remember what I got, like an omelet or something. Um, but the eggs Benny's came out and Hill's eating it and Norm's eating it. And they get like halfway through, you know, one of the two the eggs Benny's that come and Hill's like, oh, this is so weird, Norm, but I don't, there's no eggs in here. <laughs> I can't find them. 
I can't find the egg. Oh my god! So the chef had forgotten to put the eggs, and he just—it <laughs> was just the English muffin and the ham and the hollandaise sauce, you know, and then you know some garnish or whatever. And he forgot the eggs. And Norm, you know, Norm said, "Oh my god, you're right. There's no eggs in this fucking egg Benedict. What the hell? It's just a Benedict. It's not an egg Benedict, ha." <laughs> And he calls he calls the the server over and he says, uh, "Hey, sweetheart, you know because he's an asshole. Uh, <laughs> there's a problem with our orders." And she's like, "What?" And he's like, "There are no eggs." And she went, "What?" And he said, "There are no eggs in this eggs Benedict. <laughs> I I I've been I've had half of one and there's no egg in it." And she's like, "That's crazy. You ate the egg." And he's like, no, I really did. Why would I do this? Why would I like try to yeah. steal extra eggs Benedict? I'm rich. Uh, and she, and she's like, well, let me go. I'll go tell the chef. You know, she, she goes back and then she comes back and says, yeah, the chef says you're a liar. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. So, okay. So uh, there's a lot of things you don't call Norm. You definitely don't call Norm a liar. Uh, and he fucking went off. He's like, get your fucking chef out of here. Get your fucking manager out of here. You're calling me a fucking liar. There's no fucking eggs in this eggs Benedict. <laughs> like so mad. And so ultimately they just, <laughs> they just brought them like they didn't re-prepare it. They just, the chef angrily just poached some eggs and sent them to the table. Just like plain wow. poached eggs. Oh my God. Norm was livid. He was livid. I've never seen a guy. God, God rest his soul. It was fun to watch Norm get mad. You know, you know, <laughs> you know there's people who's like, you kind of hope something happens because it's fun to yeah. watch him get angry. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. He was so mad. He was screaming and cursing, but he didn't fucking care. He was going to burn the whole goddamn thing down. And then when they brought the eggs and not like a whole new eggs Benedict, then he was even angrier. It's like, what no. the fuck? <laughs> we didn't pay. I mean, I, it must've been, and there was so many of these people uh, from this family. It, it must've been easily a thousand dollars that, oh my God. that we didn't pay. Cause Norm was like, fuck you. I'm not, we're not paying. Oh shit! You're con you're you're gonna comp everything just because you called me a liar and then insulted me by sending out poached eggs and you didn't get my order right. All you had to do was bring me proper eggs Benedict with eggs, but yeah, you know. And the manager was ultimately like, "Okay, you're right. Yeah, it's complimentary." <laughs> oh my! I think God. they paid. I think they paid for the, you know, the mimosas, but that was all. The food was uh, comped. <laughs> that's yeah. fucking amazing yeah it's oh good God. i mean you know now someone would if someone witnessed that they'd call norm a karen but the fact the fact was there were no eggs it's just that's ridiculous <laughs> it was great oh my god the it, fucking chef called him a liar what a dick chefs oh are god. dicks Oh my God. Well, yeah, especially chefs at five star, you know, what is it? Michelin five star Michelin Beverly Hills restaurants. How dare you suggest I make, made a mistake. 
<laughs> this isn't the Daily Grill. This isn't Hamburger Hamlet. Yeah, but oh well. Oh well. <laughs> That's amazing. Have you ever yeah. uh, gotten mad at a server or had a problem like that where you, you had to like get into it? Uh, not, not like that. I mean, I've always had like little problems, but usually like, it's not anything big. So I just, I'm like, whatever. I don't fucking care. But like, oh my God, this is so stupid, but it's a good one. We went to go visit my family in York County in Pennsylvania. And, um, on the way back, we stopped at a Burger King. Um, I placed the order like on the app. We went and just like went through the drive-thru and picked it up. I looked in there. It wasn't what we ordered at all. So we parked and I went in. I was like, hey, I think you may have given us someone else's order. And um, the manager was like, this is what you ordered. And I was like, I have it on my phone. Like, I can show you what I ordered. I was like, this isn't it. He's like, well, I put two extra whatever's in there. And I was like, but we didn't, that's not what we ordered. And they were like, just being dicks about it. And they finally like gave us something. And I was just like, whatever, like, I'm just going out. I'm not dealing with this. But like the manager was like telling me I was lying. And I was like, it says it right here on this. Like, this is not what we ordered. Like you can see what it was in the bag. And then you can see on my phone exactly what it was. And he was like, still like trying to argue with me. And I was like, this is bullshit. I was so mad. And I was, and normally I don't care about that stuff. Like if it was just me and Ian, I wouldn't give a fuck, but it was like the boys didn't get their food and like, it wasn't right. And so I was like, I just want the boys shit to be right. I don't give a fuck about the rest. And he was like calling me a liar and all this shit. I was so mad, like irrationally mad about it. I might've been PMSing that day, (laughs) (laughs) but I think we got like a free burger out of it or something like that. I don't know. It's a thing now where if you're kind of getting screwed by, you know, like a corporate entity that's not gives you a piece of shit or whatever. Like if you get mad and complain, then you're a Karen. Yeah. You know what? And my son like told you about it at school and he. Yeah. Well, my son's friends called me a Karen. I was like, I don't give a shit. I was like, I wasn't a bitch about it. Like, I just went in. I was like, I think you gave us someone else's order. I wasn't like, this is fucking wrong. You're going to fix it now. Like, if I did that, then obviously. But I was like. Like, when the Karen thing started, it was about, like, white ladies complaining that black people were walking around in their neighborhood. (laughs) Yeah, I know. That's a Karen. like, Like, demanding what you've paid for is not being a Karen. Yeah. I mean, Norm, that's, and that's what I told him. Yeah. Norm was not, Norm was not a great person. I'm not, you know, I'm not defending Norm as a, a his character. Uh, <laughs> he was kind of a dick, but he was right in this circumstance. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And he, you know, I, I saw him bitch out other people for different reasons, but it was never, you know, it was never a server. But, you know, when I saw him, he wasn't even bitching. I was very nice. And then, and then when the she came back and said, the chef says you're full of shit, that was it. I, I've never seen a face 
like it was like a cartoon, you know, like <laughs> how the red goes up in the cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> And like the, that's what it was like is, yeah, the chef says you're full of shit. Like he just went bright red. He was so mad. Oh, it was great. I can't imagine like the server having the balls to like say that. Well, she, you know, she didn't say the chef said you're full of shit. I know, but like. That's what the chef said to her. And it was clear that's what the chef said to her. She was gently. She was the messenger. And Norm was actually pretty cool about it. He's like, you know, he's like, what the fuck? Bring the fucking (laughs) chef out here. He's like, I know you're just delivering the message. Bring the fucking chef out here because I'm really mad and I'm about to start yelling at you. And I'd rather yell at him because he's obviously the problem. Uh, and, and she was like, well, and then he started yelling at her anyway. Cause she, you know, that's, what are you going to do? I do not miss being a server. No, I did it for three fucking days in New York and that was it. I couldn't do it. I mostly got yelled at. I just got, I was in over my head. Uh, You know, I lied to get the, (laughs) to get the job. Oh no. Um, Because you couldn't get a job anywhere without lying. Like if you don't have server experience in New York, at least it was that way back then you, you, you couldn't, you couldn't get a job. So you had to say, oh, yeah, I worked with this. I worked you make like some place you used to go to when you were a kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I worked at this place in Massachusetts. Mm. Um, and then they, you know, they hired me because they didn't seem stupid. But then it was, you know, it was like a fancy Italian place. So I just didn't, I just couldn't do that. I probably would be okay at like a Waffle House. I think I could do that. <laughs> you got to be able to break up fights. I can break up fights. Yeah. I w- yeah. If I go back into retail or, or you know, uh, which is a <laughs> fucking possibility at this point. Um, Cause strike and 51 strike plus 51 post pandemic, even though the COVID levels are rising and it's still post pandemic, I guess. Uh, but you know, all those, uh, it's a perfect storm. That's going to push me back into retail. But I tell you what I want, if I go back to retail, I'm going to get a job at the Simi Valley target and I'm going to wait for Nazi motherfuckers to start shit. That's the whole reason I'll be enjoying my minimum wage job. It's just waiting for them. They to actually start pay it. really well at target. Do they? Mm-hmm. I used to work at Target for a little bit um, when my ex and I split because I was working at QVC, driving Lyft, and working at Target because I was so broke and he left me the apartment. And it was like $2,000 a month. And I was like, oh. I, I, or no, it was $1,200 a month. My lawyer was $2,000. I had no money and I was working like all the time. But yeah, Target pays pretty well. They don't, they pay more than minimum wage. Mm-hmm. They start at like 15, at least around here. Oh, well, 15 around here. You can't live on 15 an hour. Oh yeah. You can't live at 15 an hour around here either. I oh. like, I make pretty decent money and it's, I'm still struggle bus. Yeah. Yeah. 15 an hour, man. It's fucking crazy. It's crazy that the federal minimum wage is, is has not risen. Uh, in California, fifteen bucks, I think, is the minimum wage right uh, now. But I mean, 
you know, compared to the cost of living here, it's still too low. People, yeah. you shouldn't have to, in my, in my personal opinion, a person, uh, whatever your circumstance, you're going through a divorce and you, you have to pay a lawyer and all this, you have kids and all this shit. Um, but you shouldn't have to work three jobs to live. You, it, yeah. I, it's just, it, I mean, when I was working, when I first moved here and I was working minimum wage, there was a guy, you know, at the sugar-free bakery in Gift Emporium. And there was the guy who was, the, you know, the bus boy, essentially, you know, clean up tables mm-hmm. and he did the dishes and all that stuff. Um, and like he'd work an eight hour shift and then he went and he worked an eight hour shift in another minimum wage job. Oh my God. And then, and then in addition to that, in addition to that, he had a side hustle. Now I'm not sure. Maybe he hated his family and he (laughs) wanted, and he was like, I gotta keep working. (laughs) You know, I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's true about a lot of like movie stars, you know, Um, you know, I'm, I, I have a, I, this is terrible to say, but I have this theory that Denzel Washington hates his family. <laughs> and that's why he continues to work. I, you so cut out. Doesn't have I to missed go home. it. Oh, I'm sorry. I said, I, I was saying, I think I like have a theory that Denzel Washington hates his family and that's why he keeps working. So he doesn't have to ever go home. <laughs> Oh God! He has to be sad. somewhere else in the world, away from his family, where he can play golf in his off days. And I, I wonder that about a lot. I mean, that's what breaks up Hollywood. You know, marriages is too much time apart. Yeah, you know, movie stars, you know, makes all this money, but they get they gotta they gotta be in another country for eight months or whatever. You know, it's, it's I, I'm not unlike having. You know, a spouse in the Navy or whatever, uh, really. Yeah. Uh, but the, I mean, uh, to me, like when you see these Hollywood splits, it always seems to be like, well, yeah, you guys were always apart, wildly apart. If you don't spend time together, yeah. then you can't develop a relationship and you can't maintain a relationship. So, yeah, of course, you, you have irreconcilable differences because you don't spend time together. Um, yeah, that's what I always wondered. But, you know, if I was a movie star, you know, I'm sure Hill would be like, fuck teaching. I'll just hang out with you in, you know, Bulgaria or wherever. Yeah. <laughs> wherever you have to go. Oh my God, that'd be so sick. That'd be awesome. But I don't have that that problem because I, I haven't gotten a waiver project uh, shooting in Bulgaria. Oh, well. Maybe soon. All the shit that shoots in Bulgaria doesn't pay crap anyway. I have so many friends who've done like the like sci-fi <laughs> channel movies and shit in uh, mm-hmm. in Bulgaria and like that. Like to me, that's a dream career, you know, just to be like making like it, you would have to be constantly making these shitty sci-fi channel movies. But if I could do that, like if that was a, a career trajectory I could get, I would totally do it. I would watch all of them. Oh my, oh my God. God. Yeah. I'd be I like, love yeah, to just we gotta watch Todd. <laughs> yeah. Todd's in Lake Placid nine. You got to see it. Oh my ah. God. We would watch it. So. I have a friend who was in Lake Placid too. <laughs> oh shit. That's cool. But I, I, I saw the movie, uh, speaking of sci-fi channel movies, 
I saw uh, I, it's on a Hulu, I guess, but Supercell. Have you heard of this? No, I haven't. And I watch Hulu all the time. It's a it's it's like a low budge, you know, Twister movie. <laughs> oh my god, but I'm watching it. Listen to this cast. It's got the Alec Baldwin, right? Um, who like I'd be worried working around tornadoes with Alec Baldwin. He might accidentally send it in your direction. Uh, but <laughs> I was just gonna say that. <laughs> Yeah, careful working with dangerous things and Alec Baldwin. So anyways, Alec Baldwin and then unrecognizable Skeet Ulrich. You remember that guy? Yeah. And then late Anne Heche uh, is in this movie. I mean, it just came out on Hulu. um, And it's such a bad sci-fi channel movie. It's like... That's amazing. I'm going to watch it tomorrow. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Watch it. Do you have, um, you don't have shutter. Do you? I think we do actually. The Amazon horror add on shutter. Yeah, I think we do. There's a eighties movie, uh, <laughs> called, uh, a primal rage. It's from like, 80s. Oh my God. I know primal rage. You know that movie? Was that a video game? No, I mean, yeah, I think it was a video game later, but this is an unrelated '80s movie. Okay. Sort of like, uh, did you ever see uh, Twenty Eight Days Later? Yes. Do you remember the opening scene where the uh, like environmental activists, terrorists, like break into a lab, and then there's a monkey, and that's sort of yeah. uh, that's sort of the begin, and then Killian Murphy wakes up in a hospital after that. And, and the yeah. whole world's gone. So imagine that opening scene is a whole movie. I'm for it. Um, so, and it's very eighties, you know, uh, bad acting, terrible dialogue, um, uh, but gross and, and violent and exploitative. Uh, it's very fun. I recommend it if you like these kind of movies, but the best part <laughs> in this movie is, this guy gets bitten by the the rage monkey, you know? It's called Primal Rage, so the rage virus in 28 Days Later. That's why I'm watching this movie. I'm like, I think Danny Boyle just stole from this fucking movie. That's what I think. <laughs> uh, so this guy, he gets bit, bit by a monkey, you know? And he's trying to – he's a, you know, a journalist, and he's trying to uncover, you know, cruelty to animals or whatever. Um, but in the process of doing it, he gets bitten. It's just like 28 days later. Uh, and, and then like later on, he, you know, and he, he leaves the, he gets out of the lab and he goes home and his roommate's like, are you, are you all right, man? He's like, Oh yeah, I'm totally fine. And he's like covering up this bite on his arm and pretending there's nothing wrong. And, but then you can tell he f- feels kind of sick. So he goes into the bathroom, you know, and closes the door to tend to his wound secretly. <laughs> this is the best part of the movie. He opens his medicine cabinet. And he's like sort of looking over the shelves. And then one shelf on the right is an open, unfinished can of old Milwaukee beer. (laughs) Why? He or somebody else 
or his roommate had left in the medicine cabinet and he decided that was his best option. And he poured the old Milwaukee on his. Oh my fucking God. It's my my favorite. It's my favorite thing I've ever seen. Oh my God. Okay. I'll watch that when the boys aren't here. I'll watch it on Sunday. It start like if you're watching it, the first thing you go is why is there a half empty can of beer? In the medicine cabinet. What? Who does that? You don't. Would you do that? Like, oh, I haven't no. finished. It. Like, sometimes you'll put an unfinished beer in the fridge, maybe. Yeah. You know, but an unfinished beer in your medicine cabinet, that doesn't make a lot of sense. And, like, how long was it in there? Like, it's not going to be helpful. I don't know. I guess there wasn't, yeah. There should have been, you know, there should have been a, a, like a, thing at the end of the movie where they show how the old Milwaukee got into the medicine cabinet, but they didn't like an extra. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like this is how this happens. You were probably wondering here, you know, but no, they didn't explain it. It was just in the medicine cabinet. That makes me mad. Sorry, but you should watch it. It's okay. It's very, I am going to watch it just for that part. Like I'll watch the whole movie. And but it's I got, it's got, uh, it's got, uh, Bo Svensson, you know, Bo Svensson. Oh. Yeah. He was a staple in B movies back then. You know, he was good. He's like a Robert Ginty type. <laughs> I have to look him up. I bet you if I Google him and I see him, I'll be like, Oh, you might've seen, I like, he was like a staple in B movies and I'm looking him up. Bo Svensson, I used to get him confused with Bo Hopkins because they're they're both called Bo. But um, yeah, he he he's good. He was fun. He did his job in the. Oh in, shit! Yeah, I know who this guy is. Yeah, in Primal Rage, he's got like a, a ponytail, a little little ponytail. Ooh. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, doctor with a ponytail, sexy. Problem is, is you know he's not helping. He's part of the problem. <laughs> this movie looks fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> well, I hope you enjoy it. I guess it's the end of your show, huh? Yeah, I guess so. What's your, I can't remember what, how do you sign off? Um, I don't really have one and that's how I always do it. <laughs> I, I don't have one. You know, one day I'm going to be prepared. No, you're not. But today is not that day. Yeah. <laughs> We got the sound working. That's all that matters. Oh my God. That was so annoying. I was like ready to throw my shit out the window. I have nothing but tech problems this week. Nothing but tech problems. Mercury's in retrograde or whatever. When isn't it? Yeah. That's the thing. I, it probably isn't. I don't know. I'd have to talk to my, you know, friends who know that shit, but I feel like it is. It certainly feels like it is. Uh, all right. Well, Thanks for having me on your show. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) 